I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison. This is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. Today, Allison, it's actually about the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, it is. Uh, welcome to our new podcast within a podcast. It's called Drift Kings. We're the Drift Kings. <laughs> we pooked you. You thought we were going to talk about the X-Files. We don't want to anymore. We're just going to talk about Fast and Furious and all of the brethren that come with it. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, over the weekend, I watched the first five Fast and the Furious films. <laughs> excellent, um, excellent. Yeah. And I loved them. Yeah. What was your favorite Fast moment? Oh, you know what? I think, okay, I, you know, I love stunts. Like, I just, I yeah. love stunts so much. So honestly, yes. from Too Fast, Too Furious, the landing the car on the yacht, big, <laughs> big moment for me. Hey, guess what? Paul Walker's on a fucking boat, I guess. Yeah, you yeah, drove there. <laughs> um, my favorite Fast and Furious moment will have to be dry- using a chain to drive a vault. Uh, oh, so good. Like into pe- it's just, it was too Just whipping much. that bitch around. How many people do you think they killed? A lot. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, good. man. Oh, gosh. It, it really is a gift. And it just, it really... It lets us know that Ludacris, our boy Luda, is actually God's gift to its people. Oh, Luda. Luda, Luda, Luda. You know who my favorite character is, though? <laughs> who? Han. Oh! Fucking love Han. <laughs> Who's your second favorite? Mia. Okay, see, I thought you were going to put Mia number one. No. Han, I just, there's just something about him. You know, I fell in love with him in uh, Tokyo Drift, and then I was so fucking stoked when he came back. Yeah, man, they pooked you. I know, they did a little (laughs) timeline, little time switcheroo, and I'm like, I know he's gonna die, but hey, I'm just enjoying the minutes we have. (laughs) Okay, I do feel like I want to talk more about Fast and Furious movies, the franchise, Mm -hmm. uh, but I feel like if we do put up this in the Double X Files podcast feed, it will taint Paul Walker and uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock and all of their little friends. Yeah. No, that's fair. So we don't, we don't want to do that. So we should start a separate podcast. We should, yeah, A podcast correct. without a podcast. <laughs> yes. Let's delete this one <laughs> and then start that one. Okay, Drift King's coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Thomas? You better start warm up that feed for us. <laughs> okay, why why don't you read the Neville's Descriptiano for Signs and Wonders? Okay, fine. Sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> uh, so this is Season 7, Episode 9, Signs and Wonders. Mulder and Scully investigate a gruesome and unexplained snake bite death, which points to a religious group in the Deep South. Hmm, this is an actual thing, hey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they love, they love them snakes. They love, love them, them snakes. Kiss them right on the head, kiss them. Mwah. <laughs> Just make out with those but- snakes. Just a snake fanciers <laughs> group. They can't, they don't have lips. No, 
You know more about snakes than I do because you own one. I do own one snake. And let me tell you, I will distribute some snake facts throughout this episode. Good, 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 good. Looking forward to it. I miss that little pinto beans. I never get to see her. I never get to see her either. She's real hissy. (laughs) It's breeding season. She doesn't want to eat. She doesn't want to do anything. She just is a big, she's a big hoe. Oh, damn. Rubbing her cloaca against the glass. Ew. Jeez. I mean, more power to you, girl, but like, oh, yeah. come on. Do what you gotta. I'm your mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, who does this first actor look like? Let's play the baby game. Oh. I can I give you Can I give you one? Yeah, give me one. I'll give you the other one. Okay. Well, Matt Damon, for sure. Mm-hmm. Again, I did just watch A Fast and the Furious. <laughs> but yes, yes. my heart says Zachary Ty Bryan. Well, you would be correct. That's what it does say on my paper. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Oh, we're so in sync. Because <laughs> <laughs> maybe I was thinking a little bit about Fast and Furious, the franchise, and maybe I did put that down. <laughs> If those two it. strong boys had a baby and they sent that baby to Bible camp, that's that's the character we have currently in front of us. He's a young buck. He, <laughs> oh, okay. The, now, for those who don't know, the young bucks are a, a sector of challenge competitors. You know, they're not veterans, but they're not no. really new blood anymore. But they call themselves the young bucks or TYB. Um, oh. And their kind of main goal is just to get rid of Johnny Bananas. I, I, I'm not following you currently. <laughs> That's okay. You don't need to. Oh, you don't want to okay. go where I've been. Oh, no. Uh, so he's packing, he's ready to go, and he goes in the car, and there is some, hey, snakes really hate guns. They really hate guns. Oh, they just wrapped around that gun. They're like, you can't handle this boy. They're like, you only got six bullets. There's more than six of us. <laughs> it takes more than six bullets to take down one snake. That is snake fact number one. Oh, damn. <laughs> you need seven bullets or one silver bullet. <laughs> what? Are they, are they wear snakes? Yeah. Yeah, all snakes are, are wear snakes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, also, our friend here starts asking Jesus for help. Yeah. Um, Jesus is busy. Yeah, Jesus kind of has some other stuff going on. <laughs> he's got he's got a lot. He's got a lot happening, and I don't know if snake snake gun violence is his number one priority. Yeah, he can't just like be there every time snakes <laughs> manifest in someone's car. This is like the boy who called cried snake all over again. <laughs> But he he get he get bit real good. Yeah, yeah, he dies. They report fifty different snakes. We're That's in that a car. lot of snakes. That's a lot of snakes. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot. You're, you're drowning in snakes, my dude. <laughs> That's a little over one bullet per ten snakes. <laughs> and, and as we know, it's seven bullets per snake. Or one single silver bullet. I don't think that he had either. No, he's never going to line them up right. (laughs) 
Ah, the magic snake bullet is what you're talking about. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Well, see, this gets on the table to uh, Mulder and Scully, because apparently uh, using snakes as a murder weapon is spooky. Yeah, it's it certainly is spooky. And then Scully loves to bring up religion. Yep, snakes are Satans. That's what she says. Is that it? All snakes are tiny Satans. Why do snakes have such a really, like, a bad rap? Well, as she puts it, um, there was that one, what was up in the garden with Eve. Yeah, it didn't do anything. What? It, yeah, she she was the one that took the apple down with women, as the X-Files would have us believe. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. I was saying... <laughs> well, Chris Carter would, so... The snake is just saying, hey, look, that looks real tasty. Why don't you eat it? The snake was just being your buddy, hun. Yeah, it's just pointing out where all the good fruit is. Yeah, and if you eat it and it brings about pain and agony and death, whatever... Yeah, that's God's fucking problem, Revan. It's such a goddamn big stick yeah. up his ass. Yeah. Why did God make apples so tasty? And why does he even care? Why does he care? Hey, God, like, lay off. Get off her nuts, okay, yeah, God? Get, get off you fucking nuts. She just wants to get her goddamn vitamins. <laughs> So Scully brings up religion because it's snakes and snakes is snakes is the devil. And so it's a spooky religious romp that we're going to go through together. We're forced to. Uh-huh. And I hate it already. Now, they go to Jared's, uh, the, the kid who uh, died with the snake violence. They go to his funeral and... Um, People are saying that he's in a better place? Yeah, they mean he's in heaven. Oh, I thought they meant the ground. I mean, the ground is a better place, I assume, than Blessings, Tennessee. It's, well, it's got worms. It's got roots. Got all sorts of mold down there. Oh, there's some, oh, just some little moles. I want to live under the ground. That's what I, I have always said that, that I would like to live under the ground, um, well, and not like I in show. a little house down there, but just yeah. like surrounded by it, you know, in all my orifices, <laughs> Swallowing just breathing it, it in. <laughs> mm. That's not my nightmare. Nope. How? Okay. So you can, it's like, if you get buried, do you like, you drown in dirt, right? Yeah. Is that that's not a that's not a pleasant way to go. I assume that it would take slower than water, correct? Yeah, well well you could drown in dirt or you could keep your mouth shut and just run out of oxygen. <laughs> okay. So you're you kind of drowning either way. You kinda gotta keep your goddamn mouth shut <laughs> when you go under the ground. If you get buried alive, keep your goddamn mouth shut. <laughs> Those moles don't want to hear about your day. <laughs> stuff going on plus it makes the worms feel really awkward when they start eating you yeah (laughs) on and on and on this one come on (laughs) i'm trying to have a nice meal here (laughs) barbara did you hear (laughs) okay (laughs) good bit hey good bit i just kind of i pulled the ejector sheet on that one real quick (laughs) 
because I saw my next note, and it's about how snake handling is just really jerking it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Remember everything that I said about religion just being about, like, being horny? Because this episode oh proves it. Oh, my God. It was so horny. Extremely. There was, there was a sign, Allison. I don't know if you caught it. It was during the end, but there was a sign that said, Come Holy Spirit. <laughs> and it was a really metal sign. It was in, like, flames and it said come holy spirit on it it was a banner not even a sign and it was real horny that's what i yell every time i climax (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) too much Uh, oh boy i want to be in the ground right now (laughs) same (laughs) uh so what's what's going on in this like snake handling church there, Allison? Um, is this the part where they're actually doing their church service, or they're just they're the part doing where... the really really horny church service? Yeah. So this part, this actually does have one of my favorite. The only thing that I liked about this episode. <laughs> okay, good. I think I have it too. Which is that this this pastor of the snake church attests <laughs> that if you're lukewarm, God won't swallow. God, Allison? God wants you hot. God wants you hot. And if you're not hot, if you're just lukewarm, if he gets you in there, he's not going to swallow. Allison, is this not the Bible? Is this not the Bible? I don't know. Is this not the holy book? (laughs) Is this in in Jesus' holy diary? (laughs) Dear Dad, Someone tried to come right inside of me. I didn't want to. It was cold. <laughs> it was lukewarm and it was all in my mouth. And I was like, oh. no, thank you. It was coagulating and I just spit it right out. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like, it's almost always lukewarm. It, it Well, mm, here's the thing. Not if you get them balls real hot. Oh, that's a good point. You know, if you have more of a ball-focused approach, it is not lukewarm. Yeah. You know how they call it teabagging? Yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) You nasty. You gotta prep. You gotta prep your balls. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that now you know, actually, that it has to be hot, that it can't be lukewarm, so you do- It has to. Now we have to have more of a ball-focused approach. <laughs> I, I it, when I'm in bed, I like a ball-forward approach. Uh, which <laughs> I like to go on the offensive with my balls. Sometimes you just gotta take the balls and run with it. <laughs> right into your kettle and warm up some water, dip them right in, and get it all ready for for your partner or Jesus. And then and then he's not gonna spit. He's not going to spit. He's going to take in your load like a champ. Yeah, he's just going to muscle through it. It might, even if it tastes a little weird, he's just going to be like, I have to do this because it's not lukewarm. So I have to. I just, it feels like scrambled eggs, right? (laughs) Gross. But right? Yeah, yeah. Now, Listeners face against, you might think this is gross. You might have turned this <laughs> off, by the way. But may we remind you, this is in your holy book. 
Yeah, this is in your God's Bible. We didn't make this up. People talk about the gay agenda, Allison. Well, <laughs> look no further. Look in your own goddamn book. <laughs> the holiest of holies. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, I'm glad we solved that, and also, this does confirm your continuous theory about religion being horned up all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, it was, like, it was steamy. Yeah, and then we go as a contrast to the more progressive church, where they're just having, like, a chill kind of kumbaya chat about what's in the Bible. Uh, Did you catch the really good cameo in this section? No, I didn't. Whomst? Oh, it uh, it was on Iris's shirt. It was just pinned, you know, between the lapels. No. It's just a really good cameo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, you got me. I hate it. I got myself. You're not gonna oh. spit that one out. That's, that's what's up. Oh, that was hot. You don't have to spit that one out. It was hot. <laughs> it hit my tongue, and I let. I kind of squished it around. I was like, uh, uh, and it. You know what? I swallowed that one. I swallowed <laughs> that one right up. Oh, <laughs> I'm I made so myself angry cry a little bit. I'm so angry at you. Oh God. Oh, can we talk about uh, Auntie Iris? Yeah. Her victory rolls were out of control. Oh, God, yeah. Girl, somewhat, there was a time traveler, and they plucked her from straight from 1942, <laughs> put her right in the X-Files, and she didn't miss a beat. No, she looked, her hair was like, it didn't even move, it was so perfect. No, it was like foam. She had put, like, foam rollers in there. Yeah. Um. This also, this whole scene with her talking with the pastor, it just, like, it was a weird, like, aside, and it it reminded me of, like, a weird, like, an Arthur Miller play. It was bizarre. Oh, interesting. Like, I, they were talking, and, and the rest of the, there was people in the background, and the way that it was shot, and the, and the lighting and everything, it looked like a theatrical aside. Yeah, I see what you mean, like a little, like a little two-person soliloquy. Yes, 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 yes. A a vignette, if you will. A vignette. (laughs) Well, I love Auntie Iris and the cameo she brought in with her, but guess what? She did. Yeah, she's she's stapling together these little pamphlets and they're like is using a staple puller. And I actually was like, oh, I really like the symbolism of this staple puller. It looks like a snake like I get it. And then it turned into a snake and I was like, oh, okay, you you just went. (laughs) Super literal there. Cool. Okay, Kim Manners, we get it. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Though, those things I loved playing with as a kid. Oh, yeah, I still love playing with them. Oh, so good. I Little put bitey eyes on them. Mm, yeah. bite mouth. Yeah, so uh, all the snakes uh, come and uh, bite her. Yeah, and then she dies. And then she dies. So they put uh, the snake pastor in the jail, but, like, Allison, the snakes are doing the crime. Yeah. Yeah, the snakes so, are doing the crimes. 
all 50 of them, they are, this is at least second degree murder, at How least. How are they going to put the handcuffs oh. on the snakes? Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, they got to do that whole ball and chain thing. <laughs> the old ball and chain. Yeah, and they they cut they cuff them, uh, and they put them around the middle. They can't wiggle out. It's too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> but the snakes do the third crime, uh, because but they're not doing the time. They go to the jail and they they bite uh, the pastor. Yeah, they bite him up. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and he goes to the hospital, and her, uh, his daughter does not want to heal him because she says it's, you know, anti-religious towards them. Mm-hmm. And the other mm. thing that we're kind of learning as we go through this, or that the X-Files thinks us, wants us to think we're learning, uh, is that Mulder and Scully have discovered that her boyfriend, um, who was the guy that died at the beginning, uh, yeah. he was infertile, and he had just found that out. Which means yep. that he was not the father of the, the baby with which she was pregnant. Um, nope. And then the progressive pastor tells them that her dad was the father of that child. Which is mm. a big yakola. Yeah. Is it weird how much they shoehorn incest into Exiles episodes? I'm glad you asked. Yes. <laughs> is it, like, necessary? No. No. <laughs> That's the answer is no. And this episode Why? This is <laughs> Why? I don't I don't know. I don't know. They're they're fucking horny for it, I guess. It's disgusting. Is it because it's like spooky rape? Is that is that it, X Files? Is that what they think it is? I think you might be onto something and I it makes me sick to my stomach to think about it. <laughs> like because using rape as a plot point is very convenient for a lot of writers, and mm. they tend to use it very heavy-handed. Uh, and I feel like the X-Files is kind of like, well, that's passe. Everyone's doing it. Let's take it. Let's just let's put it up a notch. Let's turn it up to 11. And that feels gross. Uh, like, the fact that that's probably the choice that they get to make. I think you are definitely onto something there with the way that they're thinking about it. And at this point in the episode, it was, you know, this was the point at which I realized this was yet another X-Files episode about um, a woman who has absolutely no bodily autonomy. Oh, yeah. The, the, um, so the, the pastor, he, see, I have written here pussy boy, but I'm pretty sure I meant pussy boy yeah yeah so she says you know okay you can give the the um pastor the anti-venom because the progressive pastor not the snake pastor convinces her to do so Mm -hmm. um and uh then before they can do that all his venom just keep starts coming gushing out all of his little bites oh i don't think that's how it works no it's not but it, it's not how it works. No. <laughs> and this is the point at which I absolutely stopped understanding everything. Well, because then you have the pastor. Her dad takes her back to the church and does this, like, thing to get the bad out of her. And it turns out that snakes came out of her. Yeah, she was pregnant with a bunch of snakes and they left just little blood trails. 
little snail trails. Now, um, hmm. This is a head scratcher. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it sure is. This old old conundrum we have here. A little enigma. (laughs) I don't, I don't get it. You don't get the snakes came out of her? Well, why? Well, because as we're about to find out when the pastor Mulder goes to... Oh, God. Okay. So Gracie's <sighs> going to... She's going to go to the hospital. The hospital. Yeah. And then Mulder realizes that the bad pastor, um, the snake pastor, is going to go finish off the progressive pastor because he's a loose end. And, uh, except yeah. when he gets there, he learns that it was not her dad, the snake pastor, that impregnated Gracie. It was the progressive pastor because he's the devil. So I guess he, the devil impregnated her with the snakes. It doesn't explain why her dad was able to force all the pus out of his body. And it doesn't explain about (laughs) 20 other things about this episode. Like the fact that you wouldn't even have a plot if Gracie had any agency in her own story whatsoever. Yeah, why does she want to keep the snakes? (laughs) That's not what I meant. (laughs) It's just like, like. Literally, the the complications of this plot circle around people telling Mulder and Scully things about Gracie. That's true. If and Gracie they don't really had do a lot of talking, no. If Gracie had any agency to speak about her own life and tell her own story, you wouldn't have a plot. That's true. <gasps> and once again, Mulder and Scully really didn't do anything this episode. Yeah, just kind of Correct. find out in a really cool way that, that the devil runs modern churches. You know, I the mean, kind where they, like, well, accept gays and trans people and all that kind of stuff. Oh, oh, the progressives? No. The worst. The Unitarians? Ugh. Okay. This last part is a little, well... I was going to say heavy-handed, but we're already heavy in the hands currently. So I don't know how much heavier we can get as a people. With our particular hands. (laughs) My hands are so heavy, Allison. (laughs) They're basically just dragging along the ground. I can't lift the damn things up. Oh, I'm I'm bare-knuckling it right now. (laughs) So, So progressive pastor, he runs away, but he the devil. He's the devil. Uh, and so he gets a new job. And in order for us to understand who he is, he has a little mousey, opens up his mouth, and a little snake comes out and eats the mouse. Uh-huh. Was that necessary? <laughs> I don't know. But I have a, now that we're at the end of the episode, I have a question for you. Oh, no. Okay. Did... The snake pastor kill his wife, and does it matter? Did they mention the wife? <laughs> yeah, the snake the pastor. They found her okay. photo on the wall of people who had left the church, and then Mulder looked it up, and he confronted the snake pastor in a, like, police station booth or whatever, and he said, your wife died from, like, 12 snake bites, and I know you killed her. Okay. Did he? Does it matter? Does anyone it care? No one cares. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. That's an old woman crime, Allison. That's a crime. But maybe he didn't do it. Maybe someone else did it. We'll never fucking know because it doesn't matter. And is that whole wall of, of like, just snake bite 
fan? Like, is that the people no, who died from the snakes? Also, I think also it's supposed to be people that, like, left the church, but I don't know. Or people who were just really shitty with handling snakes. <laughs> They're just bad at it. Can I? I want... I want to talk about the ultimate snake fallacy they had in this episode. Now that we're at the please, end, please. okay? Rattlesnakes don't just fucking bite everyone all the fucking time, and they don't rattle for no reason. No, like there was a time there was a there was a scene where Mulder and Scully literally stepped in the room, and there was no snakes around them, but they started rattling. I was like, "What? Are you fucking kidding me? They didn't. They don't do that." <laughs> they do not do that. No. So snakes will only rattle if you're very, very close to them and they feel threatened and they and they're backed into a corner. They'll probably just slither away, really honestly. They're not malicious. Except for those 50 murder snakes. Yeah, those murder snakes knew what was up. Yeah, they need to go to they need to go to snake jail. I would like to read you a quote from the uh, Dirty Bible? Nope, it's about, it's from Frank Spotnitz, uh, the okay. executive producer, and it's about oh, what good. this episode is about. Oh, th- oh, God. Allison, I wish, I wish this was here for every single episode, because now we finally will know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so okay. here it is. According to executive producer Frank Spotnitz, the theme of this episode was, intolerance can be good in some cases. <laughs> Courtney, he said that with his mouth. He thought those words and opened his mouth and they came out. (laughs) He screamed it, Allison. (laughs) What the fuck? He opened his mouth and it screamed. (laughs) You know, intolerance can actually be good in some cases, says Frank Spotnitz. Did you know that, Allison? (laughs) Did you know that actually it can be really good sometimes? Hating people. Yeah, some people actually deserve not to be tolerated is the moral of this yeah. episode of The X-Files. Frankly, they're asking for it. Ugh. So. I mean, if they didn't I, go to those progressive churches, which are all run by Satan. I hate The X-Files. Have we said that before? <laughs> we definitely have, but it, on this episode, it 100% bears repeating, I fucking hate this fucking show. And it can get feel- absolutely fucked. I feel like the amount I love the Fast and Furious uh, series, I hate the X-Files with the same amount on both sides. Absolutely. For a palate cleanser. Yes. Who's your favorite Fast and the Furious character? Allison, you can't make me pick my children. You can't. I did it. Well, okay. Let me. How about this? I have maybe re-downloaded all all nine (laughs) All nine fucking movies. I've poisoned can I, you. Can I? And and by the way, I told Colin to do it. And he's like, Courtney, we've seen one and two so much. Do we really have to? I said, yes, we have to. Yeah, one and two um, are very good. Not as good as uh, five and seven. Oh, but, five is delicious. Oh, so good. Um, Let me, let me revisit Okay. So I, cause I don't want to pick a child and, and then for that to be wrong. A child? Because I would hate that. Yes, our boys. Our sweet boys. Oh, our boys. Yes, yes, our yes. Our sweet, yes, fast yes. and furious boys. They are really quick and angry, Allison. I love them all. 
but I don't, I have one right in my heart, but I really don't want to make the wrong decision. You know, they go so fast and they get so mad. Now, when you hit nine, feel free to change your answer at any time. I, okay, I will, but I do really love Han. I know, I know, I know you do. Um, Allison, that episode stank, and, uh, it ended very poorly. Can I tell you how it should have ended? I would love for you to do that. Chris Carter and friends, I know you tried real hard, but you shit the bed again on this one. Nothing to fear, Courtney and Allison are here to clean up the mess that you've done. It's how it should have ended if you weren't so fucking bad at writing. Okay, Allison. In order to make this, um, well, palatable, we're going to cut the entire, the, kind of the last, like, I don't know, 10 minutes of that. Great. Whole, whole episode. Instead, you have um, Mulder being bit by a snake, and Scully comes to find him being bit by the snake. Mm-hmm. But what Scully also finds in that church room, Allison, is something... That she's been searching for this entire series. What is it? It is five new children. <laughs> That's right, Allison. The little baby snakes. They they come crawling right out. And they look at her with big brown eyes. And she knows this, Allison, this is her chance to be fully fulfilled as a woman and a mother she takes those snakes, Allison, and she raises them, and she puts them in the best private schools, and they are good snakes, Allison. It's beautiful. <laughs> Just sweet baby snakes. Just sweet baby Cause, snakes. Because, uh, you know what? Honestly, Allison, it's probably as good as anything else that is written about Scully and her fucking thirst to become a mother. <laughs> Just give her some baby snakes, please. Oh, man. Get this Madonna some kids already. Oh, my God. Okay. That's how I should have ended. I love it. Okay. Um, Allison, before we rate this fucker, Mm -hmm. what kind of podcasts are on the Major Cast Network? Oh, gosh. There's so many kinds of podcasts. (laughs) Um, Good ones? Yeah. Are they good? Yeah, oh. they're they're really good. Um, uh, one that I want to shout out that we don't actually have an ad for yet. Um, yeah, is there is a podcast uh hosted by Katie, and it is called Brett Easton Hell Yes, a Brett Easton Ellis fan cast. And with all the fuss <laughs> lately about Brett Easton Ellis's fucking insane interview that he did, <laughs> you should uh you should definitely check out what Katie has to say about uh all of his works that she covers in this great podcast. Oh my god, that is so niche. I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, if uh the Space Cadets love uh our podcast and our future podcast, which is going to be Drift Kings, um where maybe could they help us out a little bit? Oh, there are a couple ways that you could help us out. I mean, the big one is if you are enjoying this podcast, please rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. It really helps us out. It helps us find new listeners who are up for our shenanigans. And it just generally gets the word out and it makes us feel nice in our hearts. Yeah. Uh, it's it's actually like the podcast equivalent of swallowing. 
<laughs> you know what? We make some real hot podcasts for you, and the least you could do is swallow them. <laughs> So just hop on over to your podcast app, rate, review, and uh, we'll love you for it. We'll know you really care about us. (laughs) I think that should be our new uh, ad, by the way. Oh, yeah? (laughs) No. Our other one is perfect. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. um, Allison, I think it's time for predictions. Well, we didn't rate it, Courtney. I think it's time to rate this fucker. Let's do it. I rate on a spooky scale. One is very, very spooky. No, wait. One is not spooky. I'm oh, you so did sleepy. it. I did do it. I did do the ding dong thing. Five <laughs> is too spooky. Too spooky, too furious. And I'm going to give this <laughs> a point zero two because I will not remember this episode. Okay. Uh, I rate on a rage scale. It goes from... I'm sorry, I was looking at my cat. She's scratching her little post. Um, <sighs> it goes from 10. No, it goes from 1, which is a great <laughs> episode that we loved, which oh, hasn't happened it. yet. No. <laughs> and it goes all the way to My Struggle, uh, Part 3, Tokyo Drift. Yes. <laughs> no, don't you dare put those together, Allison. That's, don't you dare gurgle those two I'm filthy sorry. things in your mouth. That was a Ugh. crime. <laughs> Luda is going to come get you. Oh, I'm going to take a real ball forward approach to this rating and give it an eight. Good. Wait, no. Wait, is eight bad? Oh, it's good. No, no eight's awesome. bad. No, eight's no. bad. Is eight it? Eight is bad. Eight is bad. Eight is bad. No, wait. Yes. Yeah. Is it? Yes. One is... One is great. Yeah. Eight is bad. Eight is... We're so fucking bad at this. I fucking hate this. Okay, it was bad. You yeah. know what? It was bad. I hated it. We hated it. Very badly, uh, yes. Okay. Let's do predictions. Okay. Okay. Uh, whose turn is it? It's my turn to predict. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me. Allison. What's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Allison, I don't think I got any points for this one. Uh, no, I don't think you did. So no, I think I'm I at know. two so- and you're at a half? Yeah, I think you're at two and I'm a half. Well, Allison. I'm gonna eat that Choco Bear. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure it's real hot for you. Um, <laughs> so I swallow. <laughs> Allison, season seven, episode ten. Uh, it is in German. Okay. Which, you know, I'm really good at pronouncing. It's sign und sicht. Well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> no. So here's what it's, I think it's about. <laughs> it, it's S-E-I-N, sin, mm-hmm. U-N-D, und, and Z-E-I-T, zet. Something and something. Something and something. Um, I think, okay, so get this. Mulder is on a lifeboat in the middle of the ocean. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's life of pie. There's a tiger. No, no. And then this big boat pulls up and he climbs on board, but he's actually gone back in time, uh, to the 1940s. Did that one. We did that one. This is the squeakquel. (laughs) This is. Oh no! I don't 
want it. You think uh, there's going to be more Nazis? God, I, I certainly hope not, but I do think there will be. Really? I don't okay. know, dude. Well, no, okay. Half point Nazis. Half, half point, point Nazis, yeah. Half point, like, vaguely, f- even, f- I will give you a half point for fascism. Yeah, I mean, there have been Nazis at least twice on this show before, so. At least. <laughs> so half a point for Nazis, um, and the other half a point for um, something to do with, like, experiments on aliens. Experiments on aliens? Yeah, experiments on aliens. Okay, the humans are doing the experimentation on aliens. Yes. I'm going to be really, really particular with that one. Okay. Okay? Okay. God help me if aliens do any experimentation on us is not going to count. You will not swallow. <laughs> it's too lukewarm. <laughs> um, Allison, if people want to send us some Fast and Furious fan fiction, mm. uh, which I'm real thirsty for currently, or I guess X-Files fan fiction if you want, if you're nasty, uh, where can they send that to? Oh, you can send us anything, including pictures of your favorite cameos, to doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. That's double spelt out, D-O-U-B-L-E. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Double X Files, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, yeah, we're not really on Tumblr anymore, because fuck that. Fuck that. Shit. Um, okay, I think... <laughs> I think we should end this episode with our favorite Fast and Furious quote. Oh, God, yes. Oh, Do you I have one? Absolutely have one. <laughs> Do you? Because I yes. have one. The only one I know that is coming to mind is really stupid. Are you ready? We're going to say yes. it together. I'm ready. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. I'll have the tuna. <laughs> were we supposed to say it together yeah i thought so oh okay i'm confused i'll have the tuna <laughs> i love it until next time the, the truth, truth is, is out there, there. <laughs> i live my life a quarter of a mile at a time baby <laughs> oh. thanks for listening to the major casts network stay fun Stay nasty and stay major.